Hi, this is Eddie B from the E's and B's podcast, and this is our service public announcement. Some of the things you might hear in this podcast this week may or may not be true. Some of the things you might hear in this week's podcast, we might make up. Some of these things you might hear in this week's podcast might be coming out of the side of our neck. Some things in this week's podcast, well, let's just plain face it. We don't give a shit what you think. Stay tuned. The best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast, the E's and B's podcast, coming up next. Wrestling and sports fans. Yes! It's the E's and B's, the Bacon and Eggs of Pro Wrestling Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie B! Thanks 
for joining us again here on this beautiful first Friday in October the 7th, 2022. How you do? Please, please clear the lanes. We've got a stacked show today. If you know the deal, you know the drill. Get the heat up. Crack them eggs. And it's time to get to the sunny side. to all right Aaron Judge slapping home run number 62 earlier this week and what a way to finish out the regular season for the New York Yankees and now a historic moment there as well as Aaron Judge becomes the first home run hitter to hit the mark of 62 since Bonds and McGuire and Sosa back in the day congratulations to the New York Yankees. Now, the 10 teams have been decided. MLB postseason is underway starting tonight. That's right, folks. Four games on the docket and 10 teams to be setting forth the sights to become this year's 2022 World Series champions. How about in the American League starting off the number six seed? Tampa Bay Rays, they'll be traveling to the number three seeded Cleveland Indians today. Then game two in the American League, it's the number five seed Seattle Mariners. They'll be traveling all the way across the border to the number four seed Toronto. Those will be the two games in the wild card starting off tonight. That's right, there in the American League. Of course, we do know the Houston Cheating Astros They've got the bye with the number one seed. And, of course, as you heard, the New York Yankees, they're the two seed. They'll be awaiting the winners of this three-game series there in the American League. Switch it up. Let's go over to the Nationals. National League, excuse me. How about the sixth seed, Philadelphia Phillies? They snuck in there. That's right. Barely getting in the door at the last moment, knocking out the Brew Crew. Brewers definitely were the favorites earlier in the season to win that division. Now, not even making it in the door. Now, the Sil- the Phillies, they'll be traveling to St. Louis. They're taking on the three-seeded St. Louis Cardinals. And then the other game in the National League, how about the five-seeded San Diego Padres? They're traveling to the four-seeded New York Mets. That's right, the Mets stumble, fumble, and fall down to a wild card at the last moment. That helped out Philly in a way. Now the L.A. Pay Me Dodgers had the best record in baseball. They're still the one seed in the National League. The two seed now. The defending World Series champion, Atlanta Braves. That's right. There we, They'll be awaiting the winners of those two three-game series, folks. We're going to have all the winners, losers, and who's moving on right here next week on the best breakfast wrestling and sports. Make sure you guys like. Share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up. Let's switch things up from the diamond to the gridiron. A two-score game. So Trevor Lawrence and company begin just outside the 20. Football is loose again. And the Eagles have recovered. Five Philly takeaways. 
And the Eagles are 4-0 for the first time since 2004. There you have it. Week four in the books. Congratulations to all the winners this week. And as you heard there in the clip, we still have one undefeated team left. That's right, the Philadelphia Eagles knocking off the Jacksonville Jaguars last week and becoming the last remaining undefeated team. Is Jalen Hurts the real deal? Well, it seems to be that way. And it seems things are starting to thin out. The uh, contenders and pretenders starting to show their faces there in the NFL. Let's talk about last week's winners and losers. Starting off with the Bengals. They knocked off my Dolphins 27-15 in a traumatic way. As uh, we all know, Tua going down, back injury, all the speculation. As a Dolphins fan, I want to say this, and I want to say it fast and quick. Screw you, Stephen Sharp. Or screw you, Stephen Smith and Shannon Sharp, for calling for somebody's job on that situation when you don't know the truth behind the whole deal. Get your asses in gear and figure out what you're talking about before you put out stupid statements like that. That's my opinion. I think the Dolphins handled that situation perfectly fine. It's unfortunate what happened to their quarterback. And now all we can hope is Tua recovers fast and gets back out on that field and it's 100% going forward. But to call for somebody's job in a situation that's out of their control, when you don't know the truth, shame on you. That's my opinion. Anyways, keeping good things going. How about the Vikings? They got the win over the Saints, 28-25. Falcons beat the Browns, 23-20. The Chokes over the Ravens, 23-20. The Cowgirls knocked off Washington, 25-10. Seahawks over the Lions, 48-45. And a barn burner. Lions, still the highest scoring team in the NFL, but yet their record does not show The Chargers, they knocked off the Texans 34-24. Titans over the Colts 24-17. The Giants, still shocking everybody. They won 20-12 over the Bears. Eagles, like we heard, 29-21 over the Jags. The Jets, they beat the Steelers 24-20. Steelers now, Kenny Pickett behind the helm this weekend. Keep an eye out on that one. The Cardinals, they knocked off the Panthers 26-16. Packers beat the Pats 27-24 in a close one. And the Raiders smashed the Broncos 32-23. And on Sunday, we had the Chiefs over the Bucks 41-31. And on Monday night, 49ers smashing the Rams 24-9. Folks, going into week five, we know last night, the Broncos and Colts getting things started. We'll have all the winners, losers, and every story you need to hear coming out of the NFL next week. Now, let's talk about who's leading the division there in the NFL. Over in the AFC, or in the NFC. It's the Philadelphia Eagles at 4-0, the Minnesota Vikings at 3-1, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 2-2, and the San Francisco 49ers at 2-2. Over in the AFC, it's still my Miami Dolphins 3-1, the Cleveland Browns at 2-2, the Jacksonville Jaguars at 2-2, and the Kansas City Chiefs at 3-1. Folks, those are the teams at the top of their divisions right now as it stands going into a huge Week 5. We'll have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of Week 5 right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. Let's stay on the football field and talk some college ball. That's right. Last weekend, big games going down there in the college world. As we know, we were keeping the eye out on the weather. Hurricane out there in the North Carolina area, Florida area going down. Of course, we all know about that last week, but it didn't affect As many games as we expected, of course, some of the games might have been sloppy, and that just wasn't from the weather. Let's talk about how things set right now going into this weekend in the top 10. Starting off, number 10, Penn State. Number 9 is Ole Miss. Number 8 is Tennessee. Number 7 is Oklahoma State. Number 6 is USC. Number 5 is Clemson. Number 4 is Michigan. Number 3 is Ohio State. Number 2 is now Georgia and back on top, it's Alabama. That's right, a little flip-flop from last week as Alabama hopping over Georgia. Georgia struggling with Missouri last week and barely getting a victory there. That sets them back in the standings. They now drop to two, but here are three games you must watch this weekend, starting off game number one. How about number eight, Tennessee Volunteers? They're 4-0. They're traveling to the number Four or two, the four and one LSU 
Tigers. Check that game out there on Saturday. Game two, how about the Utah Utes? They're 4-1. They're traveling out west to UCLA, who is 5-0. and And last but not least, the game of the weekend you must watch. It's a big one. That's right. It's the 3-2 Texas A&M Aggies. They'll be traveling to the number one Alabama Roll Tide, folks. We know Alabama 5-0, but the thing to watch here, the coach beef. That's right. These two coaches having some words preseason before things kicked off. What will happen? Will the Aggies shock the world and knock off Alabama, or will we be talking about the coach and his oppressor putting it to him? That's right. We'll have all the NCAA Top 10 News and games you need to watch right here next week on the best breakfast wrestling and sports, keeping things going. Let's switch things up and go from the football field to the track. That's right. Let's talk some racing. Now into the back of the 12 here, but here comes the 9. Big push. Yeah, big, big push from Eric Jones. Got to him and actually hit him hard. One lap to go. Presented by Credit One Bank. Side by side for the lead. Where will the momentum come? They're door to door as they go through one and two. Down the back stretch for the final time. Chase Elliott now nosing ahead. Here comes Blaney fighting back on the inside. The shorter distance around the track. playoffs and we finally finally get our first playoff racer win in the number nine machine of chase elliott congratulations to him and team hendrick holding off some heavy hitters there last weekend at the big track talladega unfortunately for us fans no big wrecks to be talking about that's okay we'll do away with that for one time but we're going into a big one that's right folks a deciding race this Sunday, and it's a wild card in my opinion. That's right, the Roval there at Charlotte, folks. This is a toss-up and can go any way. As we know, four drivers on the bubble to be eliminated as we get into the final four races after the next week, after this weekend. Now, here is how the points set going into Sunday. As we know, in the 12th spot, unfortunately for him, because of the concussion, probably will be eliminated this week. The number 48 machine of Alex Bowman. We hope he gets to feeling better and gets back in that car very soon. As we know, concussion's a very serious thing in any sport out there. Just seems here recently racing, taking it a little bit harder on a couple of the drivers. Kurt Busch yet to come back from his concussion earlier this year. And now Alex Bowman setting back a little bit with his. Hopefully those guys can recover and get back into a car on a track in the very, very near future. Keeping things going. How about in the 11th spot? It's the 20 machine of Christopher Bell. In the 10th spot, it's the 24 car of William Byron. And last but not least, the last car on the bubble, the number two machine of Austin Sendrick. Like I said, folks, those four cars on the bubble looking to be bounced out of the next round. Now, just hanging on by a thread, how about in the 8th spot? It's the number 14 machine of Chase Briscoe. In the 7th spot, it's the 99 machine of Daniel Suarez. In the 6th spot, it's the 5 machine returning champion, Kyle Larson. In the 5th spot, it's the 22 car of Joey Legato. In the 4th spot, it's number 11 of Denny Hamlin. In the 3rd spot, it's number 1 car of Ross. Wreck him up, Chastain. The 2 spot, it's the 12 car of Ryan Blaney and on top with that big win coming out last week it's the nine car fan favorite Chase Elliott going into the Roval folks anything can happen anyone can win but we will be keeping our eyes out on those road course ringers 
Will they have any effect on the outcome? We'll have all the crashes, winners, losers, and who's moving on right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up. Just a few things left here before we get to our guest this week. How about on the short track side? That's right. Not much going on as most places closing down for the season, but some still some enduro races and fun races left on the docket. How about last weekend out west in Washington to outlaw figure eight drivers making the flight out to run in a race they've never raced before at a track they've never seen. That's right. The 60 minute race out in Washington. How about an E's and B's veteran, that's right, the number 87 machine of El Matador, Matt Smith, him and his buddy, the 28 machine of Jeffrey Shackleford, they made the fly out to race in the 60 minute, what a showing for them, great job fellas, congratulations, unfortunately did not come out on top, but a great experience and definitely something cool to put in your memory bank as both those guys Getting to drive two cars they've never driven before at a track they've never seen. Cool, cool stuff. As we know, figure eight racing coming to an end except for that last race coming up next month out at Orange County. That's the West Coast Outlaw Figure Eight Finals. That's right. Some of the boys from Indiana will hopefully be making the trip. We'll hopefully have one of those drivers right here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports to talk all about it coming up in the near future. Now, let's talk about what's going on here in the hometown. That's right, Colorado National Speedway. Big weekend this weekend. Nine classes. That's right. It's the big throwdown going down at the Speedway. Make sure you guys check it out. On top, the main docket, it's the Super Stocks. And the Pure Stocks will be cheering on, of course, E's and B's veteran and our favorite, the number 23 machine in the Super Stocks, Team Abeda and Jordan Abeda. Hoping for a big win on the last time out for him as uh, he'll definitely be moving up probably next season to a bigger car. We'll have to wait and see how that turns out or who knows, maybe coming back to the Superstocks and trying to win that points championship like he was going for this season. We know this, he's one of the baddest, youngest drivers at that track and he's got a bright, bright future. So keep your eyes out for that. We'll give you all the up updates and then of course next week, We'll talk about the last big race out in Indiana. How about the Halloween 200 coming up there in Salem? We'll have all the news on that right here next week. Now, let's switch things up and go from the roundy round to the strip. That's right, drag racing. Let's talk some no prep. MPK, we know this. They've had a couple weeks off. They've got two, count them, one, two races left to go. Getting things back underway, not this weekend, but next Keep your eyes out as everybody will be making the charge, trying to knock off Fireball. I know some of those guys are out right now doing all the testing they can, trying to make that last big splash and take home that big $40,000 at the end of the night in those last two races. We'll have all the updates with that. Make sure you guys check out No Prep Steve there for all the updates and upshift on YouTube as they are live from each and every event. Now, let's switch things up and go from the big MPK world down to our favorite, that's right, and talk no prep, that's right, no prep world last weekend, huge, huge race last week in Kentucky, battle at the Berg, as we know, Friday night on the streets, that's right, they blocked off the street, had it till 6 a.m., and had one hell of a showing, that's right, several cars, 40 in the small tire, we did have 20 in the big tire. Then some boys kind of got scared. They backed out, so we didn't have as many. And then we had a decent, decent hard tire field as well, folks. They unfortunately did not get to run the whole thing because time was time not permitting them to finish that race. Unfortunately for them, they had to clear the roads and get things ready for the next day. I want to give a big shout out to Quinn Sherman and Robert and Happy for putting on an amazing show. Also to Bob Bryce, our next guest, for an awesome, awesome live feed. And, I, and it, we couldn't do this without those guys allowing us to watch from so far away. It's so awesome to talk about. We'll dive a lot more into that. Let's talk about a couple things going down this weekend, starting tonight. 
It's the last, that's right, folks, the last big in banger going down in Muncie. Make sure you guys, if you're local, go check that out. Support Stripper Glitter and everything going on there this weekend. Ohio Grudge Racing to be in the house as well, so make sure you guys give them some love. But we'll have all the winners from that right here next week, as well as going down, like we're talking about, the big one, the 200-plus car race going down. This weekend, that's right, we're going to talk a lot about it and some more. Coming up next with our guest, he is one of the baddest live feeds in the game, and he's a returning E's and B's veteran coming to us from Illinois. Ladies and gentlemen, no prep felons. Bob Rice is next. You're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. Again today, he is a E's and B's podcast veteran. That's right, the leader of the baddest live feed in the no prep game with some of the baddest views to come with it and the best commentary to date. Coming to us from Barbados, Illinois, ladies and gentlemen, I give to you. No prep felons. What up, what up, what up? What's, that shit cracks me up every time you do that. Dude. I, I mean, this is my second time on there. You just, yes. like I said, I feel like I'm going to rip my fucking shirt off. And <laughs> I love it. I love it. Welcome back. <laughs> yes, we love it. We love it. We welcome but, you back but, once again. I had to correct you on something. Uh-oh, what's that? It's Bourbonnet, Illinois. Okay, all right, all right. I know, I no, stumble, just, I stutter. I'm not very good know, at some of those, it's, but... Bourbonnet. Bourbonnet, Illinois. My, looks, my fault, my fault. Oh, it's spelled, I get it, but it's... Yeah, it's a Bourbonnet. rough one. I know we talked about this last time. Anyways, welcome back to the E's and B's. Obviously, this time, fans, we've got Bob Rice, creator owner operator of the no prep felons live feed of course if you have not followed that or checked that out please do so today but what we're talking about today is what he's had up his sleeve and what he's been going through here these last couple weeks and what it takes to get some of these no prep live feeds going live each and every weekend bob are you ready to dive into this let's do it all right my friend my friend tell the fans and listeners out there what does it take to get everything ready to get to these events, to set up and do what you do? A lot of work, quite honestly. Um, I spend during the, like right now, just before we got on here, I had to um, recharge all my batteries. So I get all that done. And then, you know, uh, I put it in, uh, um, in my cases and, and, you know, take my ass to a track and then break everything, you know, into, you know, whatever, if it's going to be the big end, you know, the finish line camera or the camera I use or the one on the starting line and, and set up, you know, it takes probably a good hour, hour and a half, depending on how high I am. And, you know, it, I mean, I got a little, I mean, in the beginning, it took a little longer, but now it's, now it's getting a little quicker. You know, I know how to do it. Boom. We just, you know, we, me and my, when my buddy comes, man, we, we tag team it and we kill it real quick. So, um, it's, it's a lot of work, you know, trying to get everything set up. Um, um, this past weekend I had an issue with a, a transmitter that, uh, a power button was pushed all the way in and it wouldn't turn on. So took it apart. And the button was still there. I was still able to press it with my fingers. So, um, there's a lot of things that could go wrong and it seems like it does, you know? Sure. <laughs> so, um, I know like I was having issues with the finish line cam at war in the woods and it started doing that also, you know, you know, 
long enough that I have service, you know, I can deal with the other shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, luckily the whole time it was just a setting. I changed the setting and I didn't have no fucking more issues. So it was, it was awesome, but it's, it's a lot of work, especially when I'm by myself, when I'm by myself, you know, I got to do it all. So it takes a little time, but you know, after, you know, doing it so many times, it's muscle memory. You just put shit together and test everything out. And after that, go chill until the racing starts. Yeah. Now, now that's not also including, we got to remember the travel to these events because let's face yeah. it you're not close to none of these events most of the time and it takes time to get to those so putting all this equipment together getting it loaded up getting to the event and then like you said breaking all this stuff down and then setting it all up does take a lot it's very nice when you have help i know i've seen it personally uh and with my own eyes and, and it definitely is a lot a lot nicer to have somebody there to lean on when you need them but i gotta say this it's obviously since we've talked last time bob a little bit of a change you know, we're coming from, I've been following you now for almost close to three years, going back to the MPK days when you first got your feet wet. And, and you know, yeah. going from that basically handheld equipment only to now, like I said, the baddest in the game with three different angles most of the time at each event you're at. You jump to this no prep, small tire, so, and sometimes hard tire and big tire, but the newer world here, you've obviously effect. exploded on the scene and i gotta say in my opinion like i said it's the best thing out there for us that are so many miles away who cannot be there to attend each and every event it's amazing and that's why we got you on here today is we got to get a little bit more shine the light on you because i think what you're doing for us fans out there is amazing and, and like i said it's definitely Thank a different you. change and, and mm -hmm. with more equipment stronger equipment better equipment it takes a lot of work and a lot of people need to understand what goes into that and that's where we got you here for today yeah it's uh it has changed it, it, it's weird how i started with a phone and then now i'm you know then i had like little cameras and now you know i got a big old camera that i run you know that's the main camera the main view of everything and you know and how i do my live feeds is just my vision how i would like to watch a live feed of races you know um the third camera option just came out you know actually in, back in april and then um i didn't really have my buddy so it was just me so it was only two sometimes i put a third one a stationary one there you know but um with him there um shout out to brian munsterman um it, it it changes it, it changes because people love burnouts right so that's pretty cool of, of the view that he gets of the burnouts and stuff like that so um it's just my vision on how i would like to watch a live feed myself you know so and i just hope that you know everybody enjoys it also and from the comments and that i've seen on other people posts and or the shit that i've been tagged in you know it, it seems like everybody you know, one person posted talking about I'm changing the game on it, you know, so um, that's pretty badass. I, I like seeing comments like that. There was another one from uh, saying that it was almost like watching TV, you know, so um, it, it's cool as hell, man. You know, like I rewatch it and just like, holy fuck, man, this is this is some cool ass shit. You know, it's pretty badass for sure. We definitely agree for sure. And I got to say, it is the baddest in the game and it's definitely changed things up. And then we're not throwing no shade towards any other the live feeds out there because there's a lot of other amazing live feeds. Heck, one of the best and most historic live feeds out there is our best friend there, Limpy. You know, sometimes yeah. he just doesn't pull it up wherever he's at all the time. That's why it's key to be following No Prep Felons fans if you're listening out there, because I got to say, if you want to see some of the baddest action, and of course, we'll be talking about what's going down this weekend. You got to be making sure you're following no prep felons and Bob Rice to stay up with all that. Now, Bob, I got to say, with all this talk and all the, the change that we've been talking and, you know, stepping it up to this newer world, tell the fans and listeners out there, what kind of growth have you experienced now? Like you said, the, the comments and everything seems to be, you know, working in your way. The, the growth has been phenomenal, especially for this year. Um I would, I would say really, you know, because I've been doing the smaller events all year and, you know, it was not until really when I did war in the woods and it really has grown, 
It really has grown. You know, like when I did no prep Kings, you know, I'll get anywhere between eight to a thousand new followers per weekend. Right. And it's just crazy like that. And then when I first started with the smaller events, you know, I was maybe getting a hundred, which I knew it was going to happen. Right. So, but these last, I would say probably last month, I'm probably getting about 500 per weekend. So, I mean, it's, it has grown. Um, the cool thing is my live feeds of all this whole year, this whole year so far, just this year only, I have reached 12.2 million people. So that's, that's phenomenal. You know, like I've never thought to see a number of 12.2 million of the people that, <clears throat> that I'm reaching. So um, it's, it's, it's growing crazy, man. Everybody's enjoying it. You know, I'm, I'm seeing people, other live feeds and, you know, they're just talking about it and, and that's what I want. I want to grow into the smaller events, you know? So, you know, you know, you got other live feeds also, you know, and, and I always ask, Hey, can I live feed with you there? You know, most of them say, yeah. So yeah, you know, absolutely. absolutely. It's, it's cool. It, you know, everybody has their own vision. You know, you got Limpy out there. You got you got Pennywise. You know, and Penny. I mean, Robert's cool as hell. And, uh, shout out to Pennywise. What's up, Robert? Yep. You know, and and Limpy is. Listen, this is what Limpy did for me this week, right? What I, my transmitter, my power button broke off completely. So I'm like, fuck. What am I gonna do? You know, like I'm gonna have to run two cameras at this race now. Well, I try to order a new one. Okay, and it won't be here in time. So I reached out to Limpy and I was like, Hey, Limpy, you're going to a Turkey Bass, right? And he was like, no, he's, he's not going to be able to make it. I'm like, damn, it's like one of my transmitters fucking power button broke, man. And he was like, give me your address, man. I'll mail you mine. So he mailed them this morning. So this should be coming in this Thursday. So that's what I'm talking about where, you know, I'm helping Limpy, you know, whatever questions that he needs to answer, I'm there to, you know, to try to answer it the best I can. I won't hold back or, you know, like, damn, you know, what the hell, you know, no, I'll, I'm going to help out and, and he'll do the same thing. So, you know, and then I don't just help Limpy. I also help. I don't know if you ever heard Tickle Fits, Josh, Brandon, Brand, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Um, I mean, he, he sent me a message, um, Sunday asking how I was doing instant replays, <laughs> man, how are you doing that, man? So I'm, I'm all about helping them too. You know, like, yes, it's like a brotherhood. Quite yep. honestly. And that's, that's my favorite thing of this whole family racing world is I got to tell you, everybody helps everybody. Everybody is out to help everybody, no matter mm -hmm. what, how it looks. And, and sometimes it might get a bad rep. But when you speak of, of, of things just like that, Limpy, you're not even going to be in the facility, but yet reaching out to help you no matter what, because he knows how important it is for you to get this done because it's real important for you. Now, on the flip side, Limpy's probably loving it because he's going to be able to see it wherever he's coming to be, be at. But yeah. I think that when it comes to the racing community, the no prep family, these kind of acts are the best thing. And that's what I love the most about it. Let me know what you think. What do you love most about this kind of family? Man, I tell you what, it, it is, it is bad. Like you said, everybody helps everybody. So, um, you know, I, I first experienced, you know, my dad was racing, so it was a little bit of family, but not outside of the circle, you know? So when I went to start doing no prep Kings, that's when I experienced the family atmosphere, you know, like, man, come on over, man, get some food or, you know, let's get drunk or whatever the case may be. You know, it's like, holy shit, you know, this is, this is even my, you ask my wife, you know, she's like, I can't believe like the family aspect of racing. Yeah. They're going against each other. They're racing. They hate each other. They talk shit each other on social media. But at the end of the day, when all the fans leave, <laughs> everybody's just getting together and it's a big family. Now I kind of had to start over because I am doing, uh, um, uh, the smaller events. So I don't know anybody, you know? And so, but now it's, it's pretty cool. It, Man, it's bad I'm loving sure. it, Bob and fans. If you're listening out there, like we said, make sure you guys check out no prep felons, click that follow button, be up to date, get that bell and whatever you have to do out there. So you do not miss out on the baddest 
no prep live feed out there and no prep felons. All right, Bob, I just got a couple more for you before we turn the tables over. Get your sponsors and everything you need to know out there where everybody can follow you at. Hey, we're going to switch gears up. How about a funny one? You have to make breakfast, Bob, for one, no prep uh, race team out there. Who are you making it for and what are you making? I remember you asking me this before. So I'm going to stick with the same answer only because he was the first one to really step up and, and now, support. It's got to be, it's got to be a small tire. The new change here. We're talking okay. new. Okay. Talking yeah. new. He drives a small tire car. So um, that, that'd be Chris Varney, you know, like he was, and what I'm cooking is whatever he wants, you know, like yeah. I'll be a chef bar D and just start throwing Heck shit yes. together. Now I can't cook bacon worth the shit. I, I wish I can, but <laughs> I can't, I burnt the hell out of it. So, but whatever he wants, I'll cook, but uh, Chris Varney for sure, man, because he, man, he, he still has my stickers in the back corner panel, which is, that's a big money for sponsorships, you know? So, um, I got none but love for Chris Varney, man. I know he's hated by millions, but he is one down ass dude for sure. Awesome. Awesome stuff. I would love to be a fly on the wall at that breakfast. All right. My last fun question for you before I turn it over to you. And we talk a little bit about this weekend on your drives, tell the fans and listeners out there, what is most listened to in the Bob Rice vehicle when he's traveling to these events? Uh, it's, it's music for sure. And what kind of music I got a playlist It's called travel and it has every type of music. It has, you know, your old fucking dusties and disco and, you know, just something where it just kills time. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I might put it on a podcast or there and there, but, uh, overall it's just straight music and it's loud. <laughs> awesome. It's, it's hitting it all the way up and the bass is hitting hard. So hey, whatever it takes to get to those events, right? Yeah. That's what we gotta do. All right, Bob, Absolutely. before we get you out of here, we're gonna turn the tables over to you. Let's talk about what's going down this week. And now we know you've already covered War in the Woods. You've already covered Battle of the Berg. Now it's the biggest, most car count race of the year going down. Our boy happy putting it on in Kentucky. It's the Turkey Bash. Tell us yeah. what's going to be happening there this weekend for you. Man, that is going to be a crazy long weekend. You know, not sure how many cars are going to show up. <clears throat> I know the list said 274 cars, you know, so that's 130 something pairs in that first round. It is going to be nuts, man. I I cannot wait. I cannot wait to live feed it, you know. The only thing I just have, the only issue I have really <clears throat> for it is I hope I have service, you know, because I really want to show everybody this fucking race. And I think it's going to be huge just for everybody that's involved throwing this fucking event. You know, if they could get that 200 car mark. Oh, my goodness. It's the largest ever, you know, so it's going to be badass, man. No. You don't want to miss this event, man, Absolutely. for sure. And guess what? No Prep Kings ain't on this weekend either. So there's no excuses of not to watch, you know, a good live feed. That's right, Bob. And tell the fans and listeners out there, where can they find the best live feed out there this weekend? Uh, two places. One, Facebook, No Prep Felons Live. And then uh, YouTube. Um, that would be NPF uh, Media. I was trying to make it a little professional i think i'm going to change it back i gotta wait a few few weeks i think because after i changed it so um on youtube you can find us at npf media on facebook it's no prep felons live and we're also on instagram but we don't do too much on it and we also have tiktok but we don't do too much on that either so uh, the main two is uh youtube and facebook for sure for live feeds there you have it folks going down this weekend one of the biggest car counts ever presented by support your local street racer happy and the boys we're gonna have the best live feed going with our friend right here returning ease and b's veteran make sure you guys check him out ladies and gentlemen coming to us one more time it's no prep felons it was so good catching up my friend Oh, man. Safe travels and check him out.
No. Prep. Fellas. Bob Rice, folks. Make sure you guys go give him a follow. Check him out on YouTube and Facebook for all of the baddest no prep live feed action going down each and every time he's at an event. Folks, I'm telling you, I spent some time with that guy two weeks ago. It's a hard job to do, but he does an amazing job at it, and that's why we call him the best here at the E's and B's. So very good stuff there from our friend Bob Rice. It was great to have him back. Make sure you guys, like we said, go check him out. Give him a follow. All that support helps him out to get back and forth from those races. With that being said, let's now get to my favorite part. That's right. And talk some wrestling. It's the scramble. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. Machine himself came going down tonight, 25 years ago, came making his debut there at WWE. Doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but awesome stuff and cannot wait to see as it's the calm before the storm. That's right. Will we get the answers everyone's waiting for? The white rabbit, everybody hitting those QR codes for the last month or so and now going down tomorrow night. Live in Philly, that's right, it's the next WWE pay-per-view extreme rules, and we know this, that's where everybody's speculating Bray Wyatt to make his return, will it happen, let us know out there in the E's and B's land what your thoughts are on that, I know that we cannot wait as we think they've given us too much as the hype has kind of calmed down and I'm not sure of what kind of reception other than we know it's going to be a loud pop. But it seems like it would have been a lot better if they wouldn't have spilt the can of beans as much as they have. But we know this. We'll definitely speculate and tell you everything we need to know right here about it on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports. Other things going on, like we said, big pay-per-view. How about the matches going on tomorrow night's card? Starting off with championship contender Ronda Rousey. She'll be battling Liv Morgan in an Extreme Rules match. Then we got champion Bianca Belair. She'll be taking on Bailey in a ladder match. After that one, we've got one of the ones I'll be keeping my eyes on. How about Matt Riddle? He'll be taking on Seth Rollins. And here's a big shocker. UFC fighter, former champion, Daniel Cormier. He'll be the enforcer in this, uh, in this event. And rumor has it, he might be the next contender to take on Brock. Lesnar. That's right. Daniel Cormier, always been a WWE fan. And uh, if you go back and check out the highlights, he was a uh, kid at heart when Seth Rollins cashed in the money in the bank years ago at WrestleMania. DC, one of the famous clips out there, him jumping up and down in the booth when that happened. So we know this. He's a huge, huge wrestling fan, and we cannot wait to see him interact tomorrow night there in Philly. Other fights on that card. How about a I quit match between Edge and Finn Balor? Then another match to keep an eye on. It's a strap match. It's going to be between Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre. And the main event. How about a Donnybrook? That's right. An old fashioned street brawl between the brawling brutes. They'll be taking on Imperium. That should be a classic as well, folks. An outstanding pay-per-view card going down tomorrow night extreme rules wwe style folks one thing to note no bloodline no roman reigns but will they be in the building we'll have to wait and see and we'll have all the winners losers and everything coming out of extreme rules right here next week on the best breakfast wrestling and sports now let's switch things up to the other channel 
interesting. Uh, there's two couple of really good map returns right there by Anthony Bowens. Well, that's a pretty good chant they have going on in Chicago. Listen to Listen to this. That's right, National Scissor Day Day all Wednesday night, and the acclaimed have won over the AEW fans, having a big special there. Of course, Swerve Strickland interfering and calling them out, saying that the reason they've got the belts now is because of old daddy ass himself, Billy Gunn. Very interesting stuff on a very, very cool show. The three-year anniversary there Wednesday night for AEW live from Washington, D.C. And the drama is still rolling there behind the doors at AEW as it's been noted this week. Big beef between Sammy Guevara and Andrade. Now, some might say it was a, a work and others say, well, I don't think so. Maybe a shoot. Going down on Twitter, back and forth between each other. They actually had a little skirmish behind curtains there Wednesday night. And it seems things have changed already. As Andrade was supposed to be on the docket for tonight. Taking a match into the hands of his career as he puts his career on the line. Up against Tim. Well, Tim would give it up his mask. That match, it gone. No longer available on the card tonight. So, Maybe the rumors are true. Andrade possibly swinging at Sammy there Wednesday night. But Sammy was in the main event and got the winning pin there Wednesday night. So not too sure what to believe just yet. We'll keep a closer ear to the ground to find out some more of the AEW beef going on. We do know this. It's been rumored in the last couple weeks. Several wrestlers asking out of their contracts and Tony Khan denying now, we do know Aleister Black still on the limbo. We don't know if he is coming or going. We will have to keep an eye on that situation as well. But the situation everybody else is talking about is how about how they open things up Wednesday night. MJF versus Willer Yuta in a banger of a match. Now, at the end, MJF getting the win. But his help from the firm coming in and kind of taking things in their own hands. MJF not liking it and... Are we getting maybe some cracker crumbs on the lead to the new face of AEW? That's right, MJF, maybe head and face. We'll have to wait and see. I know this, the reception he gets already is above and beyond what any hill should ever get when they come to the ring, but it'll be very interesting to see him as a face, in my opinion. Other things that went down there, on Wednesday night, how about the match of the night, folks? Go back, check it out. In my opinion, TNT champion Warlow taking on the returning machine. That's right. He's been gone for a long time. Brian Cage. And I got to say, folks, it was a banger. One hell of a match. Match of the night. Stole the show. And a match you must go back. Two big brutes putting it to each other, and doing some amazing moves, some things you would never imagine people their size could do. In the end, Warlow, though, coming out on top after five power bombs. Very cool stuff, and we'll have to wait and see if that is the last of Brian Cage that we see on AEW. How about tonight? We've got double dip. That's right, two doses of AEW, starting off with Rampage, we know that's taped from Wednesday, but we'll get a live battle of the belts going down right after. Here's what's on that card. Our favorite, the baddest tag team in wrestling today, the Ring of Honor champions, FTR. We'll be putting the belts on the line up against Gates of Agony. Now, Gates of Agony teammates with Brian Cage and there on Wednesday. They got it interfered with that match. And at the end, it seemed like they were shooting on FTR, not doing what they were supposed to. Now, we will see them come to head tonight. Cannot wait to see that one. Should be a heavy-hitting match. Then, the other match. How about champion, the undefeated Jade Cargill. She'll put that record on the line against crowd favorite, 
Willow Nightingale. That's right. Willow tried to get revenge. She's already lost to her once. We'll have to wait and see if they break that undefeated streak with Willow. And last but not least, how about Pac? That's right. The champion taking on Trent Beretta. That will be the last match there at Battle of Belts, folks. We will have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know next week coming out of AEW right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. Last couple things here before we get to the toast. How about sad news here in the wrestling world? New Japan Pro Wrestling legend and icon Antonio Inoki pass away, passing away earlier in the week, last weekend I should say. Uh, at the age of 79, hitting the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, scene very hard there. Our thoughts and prayers are to all the family and friends of him. Now, he was an iconic legend there in Japan, being the first ever pro wrestler, MMA, and politician at the same time. Very cool stuff. Everybody in America knows him from his famous match with Muhammad Ali, and, of course, he had a banging match there in Korea with Ric Flair. Our thoughts, once again, are with Antonio Noki's family and friends. And a very sad moment for them as a wrestling legend has left us. Now, folks, also, last thing I got here on the Scrambled, if you want to support any of those wrestlers, you got to start somewhere. And we always talk about it here on the E's and B's. It's the Indies. That's where the wrestlers get their start and breaks at. So make sure you guys are supporting all of your local indie wrestling organizations like ours here, Rocky Mountain Pro. We love them. We support them as much as we can. So make sure you guys support all those local indie wrestling promotions out there. That's how these big-name wrestlers get their start. With that, folks, that's going to wrap up this thing like a burrito. Coming up next, we're going to get to the toast and tell you what you need to know and give you all the shout-outs. You're listening to... The E's and B's podcast, baby. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, go. Fans, it's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. I'd like to welcome back the best looking thing on this show. The only person that keeps things going around here. The lovely statistician, Miss L.B. Yay! Hi! been a while since you joined us here on the toast. Been very busy around here. As you all know, LB joins us when she can and helps out with the notes and of course, rep your city. But with that, let's get right to it this week and get to those shout outs. First, I want to give a big shout out to Bob Rice and No Prep Felons. Thank you so much for coming on. It was an honor to have him back on the show again. And, folks, make sure you guys check out No Prep Felons going down starting tonight and tomorrow as the Turkey Bash will be going live there in Kentucky, and his live feed will be the one you need to see. So shout-out to him. Thanks again for coming on, and can't wait to uh, catch up with him in the future. Also, a shout-out to support your local racers, Kenzie and Happy. Thank you guys so much for all the support, and make sure you guys are checking their page as well out as a – we are now a sponsor of this weekend's race at Turkey Bash Show. Be checking that out. That's right. E's and B's back on the scene there in the no Rise. prep world. We're going to be there in Kentucky, not in person, but in spirit. That's for sure. Also, shout out to our boy Limpy. Shout out to Pennywise Racing Media's Robert Smith. Shout out to Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson. Shout out to Stripper Glitter. Shout out to On Tilt Racing. Shout out to Carolina Performance Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout out to Bang That Lights Destry Turner. Shout out to Stage Line Productions Willie Sheffield. Shout out to CJ Buckner and Raggedy Ann. Shout out to Team Meatball. Shout out to Team Hilton. Team Abeta. Matt Smith and the Tunnies. Shout out to Team Mac. Shout out to Rocky Mountain Pros. Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and all 
my peeps at the Green Solution 810 North College Road. Make sure you guys check out the Green Solution for all your cannabis needs. All right, keeping things going here on the toast. Make sure you guys are checking out the E's and B's YouTube this week. Two, count them, two videos will be going up. One already hit, already hitting the airwaves. And that's part of the next thing we got to talk about. It's the giveaway. That's right. E's and B's Pro Wrestling Crate unboxing giveaway back on our YouTube channel. Folks, we need all the subscriptions we can get. The crawl to a thousand still creeping. Hoping this weekend will help out there down at the Turkey Bash. We can get some more subscriptions so we can get a better YouTube channel to give to you folks out there. Make sure you guys check that out. Also, check us out at easeandbees.org for all of our social media outlets and to check out our merch page. That's right, Ease and Bees merch. Check it out on T Public or at my Shopify. Collect yourselves a new Ease and Bees t-shirt. We will be having new designs coming this fall. That's right. Possibly even the Wrestling Sisters coming up with their first new shirt on the E's and B's website. So make sure you guys check into that. Anything helps. Like I said, everything from $5 to $45. Anything you need there. E's and B's dot org. All right. With that, you want to be on the show. You're a race car driver, wrestler, athlete, or someone out there just playing, trying to promote yourself. Get at us at E's and B's podcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on Air. That's E's and B's podcast at gmail.com. All right, with that, we got some things Lauren's going to be talking about this month. But before we get to that, how about this day in sports? That's right, 1984. In the fifth inning and deciding game of the National League Championship Series, the Padres beat the Cubs 6-3 in San Diego. The Cubs lead 3-0 before the Padres score twice in the sixth, with two San Diego runners on base and one out in the seventh, a Tim Flannery ground, grounder rolls through the legs of first baseman Leon Durham to tie the score 3-3. The Padres scored three more with the aid of a pair of flunky plays. Alan Wiggins slaps a check swing RBI single off the end of his bat. Then, legend Tony Gwynn hits into a potential double play ball, which takes a bad hop over the legend's second baseman, Ryan Sandberg, and results in a two-run double. And that is this day in sports. That's cool. Um, not cool for Cubs fans, but I, I remember this uh, going back in history. They, they replayed this a lot because it was a devastating game, and the Cubs... Um, trying to break that curse way back in the day, you know, so. It literally sounds like it was a curse. Absolutely. With that, that's all I've got this week on the toast. I'm going to pass it along for Lauren's notes. And, of course, we'll get right to Red Your City. Okay. This week, we are not going to do um, what the national day is. What? Yeah. Because it is um, something that's a little bit more important that we need to discuss. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes, yes. Make sure you guys support all the foundations out there supporting breast cancer this month. It's pretty easy. Every little bit helps. Yeah, it does. Um, also, I want you guys to really look into, and we need to bring this discussion out a little bit more, Um it's an important one. It's also, October is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month or um, Intimate Partner Violence. Right, right. As you know here, us hit E's and B's take this very seriously. We have for the past three seasons gave you these options. And, of course, you can check out on our website. We do have a DV hotline there. And all yeah. the updated information will be there. But go ahead, Lauren. Yeah, so um, I just wanted to give you guys, if you don't see it on our page, can't find it, whatever, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-7233. If you or anybody you know, love, is in a um, domestic violence relationship, please do whatever you can to help them get out. I know it's difficult, but um, just being there, so... I wanted to bring awareness to a couple of stats that are very alarming. Um, so earlier this year, they did a study and found out that one quarter of women worldwide, ages 15 to 49,
have already experienced physical and or sexual abuse um, by an intimate partner. That's basically one in three worldwide, and it's one in four women who suffer um, Too many. here in the U.S. Yeah, every nine seconds in the U.S., um, some woman suffers from domestic violence and intimate partner violence. It is the leading cause of injury to women um, more than a motor vehicle accident, muggings, and rapes. Every day in the U.S., more than three are murdered by a boyfriend and or husband. And 92% of women surveyed recently said that reducing domestic violence and sexual assault is their number one top concern. Um, so, sorry to get uh, serious, but uh, we take it really, really seriously. And those are numbers that need to uh, go down. So, um, please help with whatever you can do, um, even if it's just helping somebody you know, give them that hotline number. Again, 1-800-799-7233. And let's push to get this discussed a little bit more and uh, those stats down. Absolutely. Two things we take serious here on the E's and B's. That's breast cancer awareness and domestic violence awareness. And it's that month, folks. So make sure you guys check it out. Like she said, thank you so much for those stats. Now, let's get back to a positive note, yeah. and let's thank those people that support us and rep your city. Yay! This week's top 10, number 10, Lake Stevens, Washington. Well, Lake Stevens, welcome to the top 10. Number 9 is Shelbyville, Indiana. Shelbyville, welcome to the number, top 10. Yeah, number 8 is Franklin, Indiana. Nice. Very solid, Indiana. Yeah. Performance this month, number, or this week. Yeah, number 7, Arvada, Colorado. Colorado. Denver, Colorado. Dropping still. Yep. Uh, bottom top five is Louisville, Kentucky. Good. Yeah. Number four is our old faithful Frankfurt, Germany. Thank you so much, Jenny. Reach out to us. We want to know who you are. Yeah, we'd like to send you something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And number three, Fort Collins, Hometown. Colorado. Number two, number one, Home and number two. City. Yeah, they took the top spots this week. Anderson, Indiana. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for all the love out there. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, leave that comment. Like LB always says, give us that five-star review. Make sure you pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family, tell somebody about this podcast. We got all kinds of goodness still coming. Make sure you check us out on all the social media outlets out there. Check out Bob Rice, No Prep Fellas, going down this weekend. And until next week, you know the drill. Always. Eat your breakfast. Have a badass weekend. Canyon City, here we come. Peace. Spooky season.